Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Uh, we've got some uh, questions from the internet that were voted to the top, so I'll answer these questions and then we'll take just questions from the audience. Uh, and uh, so one of the questions is, how does Tesla intend to utilize cash in the, in the coming years? Uh, will we increase CapEx, CapEx uh, well, I guess you can read the question, uh, share buybacks, dividends, or acquisitions? Um, well, it's interesting, like, it, it, Tesla's actually done very few acquisitions. Apart from the Solar City acquisition, it was the only really uh, big acquisition we did, and then the next largest would be Tesla uh, Groman. Um, but it's, t Tesla's actually used a remarkably a small amount of its equity to do acquisitions compared to other companies. Uh, the vast majority of our growth, basically 90% of our growth, has been organic, um, which I think is actually a really good thing. Um, if, but if we, if we do see interesting companies, uh, we, you know, we will acquire them, but our, it, it's quite rare for us to acquire a company. Um, but we are interested in companies that are very good at manufacturing automation, uh, software, AI, uh, manufacturing technology in general, that kind of thing. Um, we certainly will increase uh, CapEx. Uh, I mean, we're, we're actually spending uh, cap, sort of, we're spending CapEx money and R&D money um, as fast as we can do so without wasting it. So this is not a constraint. Um, if we try to spend it any faster, we'd just be wasting money. So. We're, we're, we're cranking hard on, on CapEx and uh, R&D. Um, depending on what our future cash flow looks like, uh, I think a sort of share buyback is, is possible. I wouldn't want to commit to that, but, uh, well, you know, let's just make sure, uh, you know, that there's not some force majeure event somewhere. <laughs> um, you know, I think we want to make sure we, we have plenty of capital that, and that future cash flow is looking very solid the, and the world is relatively stable. And then I think uh, share buyback is, is on the table. Yeah. So how many factories are necessary to achieve 20 million vehicles? I think probably roughly a dozen. So. We're aiming for uh, one and a half to two million units per factory. Um, now, our factory in California, we, we just run out of room, so it's, it's hard to get um, more than maybe 700 or 800,000 vehicles a year out of there. Um, but uh, most, most places will be aiming for one and a half to two. So. A dozen sites, although we, we are aiming for giant monolithic buildings. <laughs> uh, uh, Cybertruck pricing, uh, it was unveiled in 2019, and the, and, and the reservation was $99. So, you know, things have, a lot has changed since then. Uh, 
So, so the specs and the pricing will be different. I, you know, I hate to sort of give a little bit of bad news, but I, I think there's, there's no way to sort of have, haven't anticipated quite the inflation that we've seen and the various issues. Um, but what I can say is that the Cybertruck will be one hell of a product. And it's going to be like a damn fine machine. So, yeah. And we're all tracking to be in production um, uh, middle of next year from this factory. So that we're installing, we're, we're going to be installing the production equipment, tooling and all, uh, uh, starting uh, in the next couple of months, we'll begin the, uh, the installation. So aiming to be in volume production middle of next year. So. Now what could possibly go wrong in answering this question? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right, all right. So, uh, um, <laughs> I should just pass. Uh, well, let me just say that, uh, uh, you know, I, I hope for peace and respect. <laughs> um, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, good advice. Uh, so uh, we're de trying to, we're, de we're deploying superchargers wherever we see the greatest need. Um, now, sometimes the greatest need is in some place that is extremely difficult to get permits, uh, like the uh, getting a permit in Malibu was nuts. Like <laughs> it was next level. That took years. Um, and uh, so some places are hard to get permits uh, and some places are easier. Um, but we are aiming to just generally, we, we, we analyze the supercharger usage uh, every day and, and we prioritize our supercharger locations according to where we see the greatest need. Um, with respect, <laughs> what, sorry, where? Well, you know, maybe we should do an online poll for where is it, where should we put superchargers? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a good idea. Okay, we'll do that. Um, so, I mean, with respect to amenities uh, for, with, with superchargers, I think um, we'll do a couple of just fun, fun things. Like, we're going to do a really fun supercharger location in LA. And the general vision is to have something that's like a futuristic, uh, kind of like diner, sort of like, I don't know. Uh, Blade Runner meets Grease meets Jetsons, yeah. Uh, you know, something cool, different, and, but with some style, and, and uh, where, where you can, you know, get, you know, uh, some, some great food, and um, the one in LA, we're, we're planning to have, like, the, these big screens at the supercharged location, and the screens will uh, be aiming to show, like, the 100, 100 greatest movie clips of all time, and so you can, like, you know, 
have a cheeseburger and a charge your car and watch some cool stuff on the screen. Um, and uh, it'll be open to others who are not, you know, you can come to the restaurant if, even if you don't own a Tesla. But it'll be like a, like a little gem, I think, there in, in, in LA. And, and then depending on how that goes, we'll, you know, we might roll that out to a few other places. We will try to do interesting, fun things that are not necessarily economically sensible, but they're cool. <laughs> 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 so, uh, 4680, um, the, this, is a, this is not an easy one to answer. Um, we, we are making a decent number every week, um, and I think we will be in high volume production by the end of this year. It's, it's always difficult to predict, this is because a lot of new technology, what's the slope of the S-curve on ramp? And except that I'm confident we will get to the, uh, you know, the, the high production rate, uh, but it's probably uh, end of this year before we get confidently to a high production rate. Um, but, but this does not affect our vehicle output. We actually have uh, enough uh, su supply from, uh, enough battery cell supply from suppliers to make one and a half million cars this year. So it's not a constraint on output. Uh, it, it, but it is. It will be important for next year. <laughs> and uh, new mass plan is not not yet ready. Um, I don't know. Maybe aim, aim to get it done this month. But like I said, it's going to be just uh, looking at the big picture. What does it take to make Earth uh, fully self-sustaining from an energy standpoint? And uh, yeah, just map it out and say this is this is what needs to be done. Tesla will try to be as useful as possible in this regard, and, and hopefully uh, lots of other companies can join in and, and help accelerate the sustainable energy revolution. <laughs> so. This show is brought to you by Backblaze. I use Backblaze to back up my podcast, my video files, all of my writing stuff and all my photos. And you get unlimited computer backup from Macs and PCs for just $7 a month. You can back up your own documents, photos, videos, drawings, projects, all of your data and access your backed up data from anywhere in the world using the web app. And you can access the files on your mobile too. iOS, Android apps, all covered. And this is the cool part. This is my favorite part. You can restore it by mail. A hard drive will come to your house with all your data shipped to your door. It could come to your business too. And you can restore return refund program. So you can buy a hard drive restore, send the hard drive back within 30 days, and get a full refund. So basically they ship you this hard drive and then you ship it back and you don't ever pay for it, which is the perfect program for somebody who has huge files and you don't want to waste days and days downloading terabytes and teraflops of data. And if you're worried about accidentally deleting your files, two bucks extra a month, you can increase your retention history to one year. And I use it for all of my video files. It comes in super handy. So $7 plus $2, $9 a month, and you get everything backed up, ease of mind for up to a year. And if you use the URL backblaze.com slash Elon, you get a fully featured 15 day, no credit card required free trial. Check it out, play with it, start protecting yourself from potential bad times. Back your stuff up. It's recommended by the New York Times, Inc., Macworld, PC World, LifeWire, 
Wired, Tom's Guide, 9 to 5 Mac, and more. And it's recently been listed on the NASDAQ Stock Exchange under BLZE, so you know they're legit. Backblaze is committed more than ever to bringing easy and affordable data storage that you can trust. Don't be that person that forgot to back up their important files. We've got your back. Sign up for a free 15-day trial. No credit card required. Go there, sign up, play with it. It's really powerful and it's really easy to use. So go to backblaze.com slash Elon. Backblaze.com slash Elon. Backblaze.com slash Elon. <laughs> With peak inflation behind us. So the inflation question is, is interesting because we, we do get a fair bit of insight into where prices of things are going over time. Um, because when you're making millions of cars, uh, you have to... Um, purchase commodities many months in advance of when they're needed. Like, so you need to tell, because it's a very long supply chain with a tremendous amount of inertia. So we, we sort of have some insight into uh, where prices are headed over time. And the interesting thing that we're seeing now is that uh, most of our commodities, most of the things that go into a Tesla, not all, but I don't know, more, more than half, the prices are trending down in six months, six months from now. Now, this could change, obviously, but, but the trend is down, which suggests that uh, we are past peak inflation. Um, now, making macroeconomic uh, prognostications is uh, you know, a recipe for disaster, but uh, my guess is that we are past peak inflation um, and that we will see we will have a recession. I think it will be a, a relatively mild recession, sort of. Uh, but I'm just guessing here. This is total uh, speculation. Um, but I would guess it's a it's a you know mild recession for I don't know 18 months or something like that. Um, it would be my best guess right now. Um, you know, we, we don't have fundamental capital misallocations in the in the U.S as we have had in the past, like in leading up to 2008, where we were building primary housing units at twice the rate of, of household formation, which obviously doesn't make sense. Um, and there were a lot of companies that were over-levered. The, the, the leverage or, or, or debt that companies have right now is relatively low. Um, so, yeah, I would say probably, you know, mild, moderate recession, maybe 18 months-ish. Um, and, um, and and I think we I think inflation is going to drop uh, rapidly. That's my guess. I don't. What do you guys think? <laughs> like, sound, sound about right. Okay, great. <laughs> All right, cool. Yeah, the, the Tesla robot essentially changing the economy. Like, how can we base an economy on, on automation, AI? with the full self-driving that's being implemented. You're gonna have a full fleet of vehicles that can drive themselves. You'll have these robots that can go and get into your vehicle and, and place things. Will you be moving to a, a, a rental model or, or how will you base a Tesla model on selling cars whenever these cars are fully automated, can drive wherever they would like and hopefully would be uh, applicable to having multiple people use the vehicle instead of just one person? Yeah. So. It's interesting to think about an autonomous car because, you know, when you drive around, 
look at, you look at how many cars are parked. Like, they're just parking lots full of cars everywhere uh, because cars need a driver, and so most of the time they're doing nothing. Um, you know, typically a passenger car is going to be like 12 hours a week or something like that of usage. Um, perhaps autonomous, maybe it can get to 50 or 60 hours of usage. Then that's sort of, you know, four or five time, four, four or five fold improvement in the utility of a car. But the interesting thing is that the car still costs the same. So in that scenario, at least for some period of time, the, the effective gross margin on an autonomous car is kind of boggles the mind. Um, so in, in terms of how the cars will be operated, I mean, I think it would be, you know, just um, you'd have the option of, of, of owning a car, uh, using a car just occasionally when you need it, like an auto Uber or something like that. Um, and there would be people, and then an owner of a car could decide that they want to use their car or they want to add or subtract it to the fleet. Um, so I think it would end up being some kind of combination of like Airbnb and Uber or something like that. You know, so sometimes you, you know, you can go all the way from owning it to renting it sometimes to renting it a lot to completely renting it. Um, but the, but the, the, the utility of the car will just be mind-blowingly great. And then, like I said, Optimus will, will really bring the future to now. So... <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe, maybe you could rent Optimus hourly. Um, yeah. um, I mean, assuming we get all these things, we do all these things, I think probably Tesla will be the most valuable company in the world. So. Elon, hi. Um, we all know how the media treats you. Um, so well. Yeah. So I don't have a question for you today. Um, I just want to say on behalf of my six-year-old at home, Kyler Scott, that's watching right now, who thinks you're awesome as well, thank you for making the world a better place. <laughs> thank you. Well, love you guys too. I, I, I mean, I just like to say th th thank you for helping make it happen. Um, yeah, because with, without without the without you, without the early adopters of uh, electric vehicles and sort of full self-driving, Tesla would not be where it is today. So thank you for your support. Uh, sure. What a presentation! Uh, thank you, Tesla team. It's an honor to be a stockholder. Elon, I brought you the final checkpoint for SpaceX, a mini moon. Maybe little X can play with it. My name is David Guajardo. I'm a former Brownsville resident. My first suggestion is to add a new string mode option 
where the driver can select lazy mode and have the software accommodate between comfort, standard, and sport modes, depending on the speed the car is going. This will increase handling and safety. Second, when, the, when disengaging autopilot with the wheel, the accelerator stays on. Please fix it. Last one. Weeks ago, talking to Mr. Sam Patel at Starbase, I told him that the team should add a tab in the SpaceX website and disclose what type of skills and preparation are going to be needed from us to accomplish the greatest adventure ever, ever in human history, going to Mars. All right, well, th th thanks for the suggestions. Those, those are good suggestions. Thank you. All right. Uh, sure. Hi. So I do actually have a question. <laughs> but one thing <laughs> that I want to, okay. to ask is, like, people ask you all the questions. What do you think people miss and should be excited way more about? And what do you think people are fretting way too much about and shouldn't be worried at all? Yeah, that's actually that's a good point. Um, you know, I, I think actually the, the questions uh, and ideas posed by uh, re uh, retail investors, like small retail investors, like I think many of you in the audience, are actually the most insightful. Um, and it's, I find it remarkable that, um, you know, essentially amateur, or like n n normal everyday people actually <laughs> understand Tesla better than the analysts. I mean, how much you must see this as like, that's <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>, like. <laughs> and, and I mean, I think like, you know, to really say like, well, like what's, the, what's, the, what's the point of a, co a company is, the point of a company is to create useful products and services. You know, a company is not, should not exist in and of itself. It exists, it's, it's, it's a group of people gathered together to make uh, products and services. And if those products and services are great, it's a valuable and useful company, and if they're not, it's, it's not. And so, really, to understand a company, you must use its products. And if you think the products are great, then it's, well, the company's great. That's it, that, that, that's how it is. Um, and so, I, I think, ironically, a lot of the peop people that, that are sort of professional analysts don't drive Teslas. So I'm like, well, okay, you know, maybe you should. <laughs> yeah, cool. I mean, we, I mean, we aim to have, make Tesla the most amount of fun you can have in a car, you know? So, um, yeah, so let's see. So I, so I think that, that there are a lot of really good and insightful ideas um, that, that I see uh, on the internet, on Twitter and whatnot. And, um, oh yeah, Twitter. Hmm. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so let's see. Um, I, I think sometimes people fret a bit too much about uh, short-term things, that w which are clearly just, um, you know, just bumps in the road type of thing, uh, where there might be a supplier shortage or, a, you know, some shutdown in some part of the world. Um, but, um, but, but really, those things are, you know, are, are clearly just kind of one-off items and don't really matter for the long term. Um, the, the, the sort of, the, you know, the, the, the trend, if you, like looking at the sort of cumulative output and cumulative miles driven, um, and you can see that that cumulative output is a very 
clean exponential. Um, and it's, so, you know, so, so I guess sometimes people fret a little bit too much about this quarter or that quarter. But, um, you know, if you're a shareholder, a company is really like the net present value of future cash flows. And so what is a, you know, a, a one quarter is not really a big deal. Um, I, I think if you see people panicking, then instead of saying, oh man, my stock's gone down, this is a buying opportunity. <laughs> so. Uh, hi, Elon. Thanks for the meeting. Uh, I became a Marine because I want to help protect your future base on Mars. My friends and I are trained, and we're, we support the mission. Would you be open to this idea? Yeah, Space Marines, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hi, Elon. A lot of Tesla's products today focus on electrical energy for a sustainable future. Do you foresee um, Tesla perhaps exploring thermal energy sustainable products other than HVAC? Like say, for example, in this gigafactory, taking the residual heat from the gigapresses and applying them to say the drying ovens in your paint line. Um, yeah, I think um, get, getting um, dual use of like, if, if you use electricity to do something and then it generates heat and then you transporting that heat elsewhere within the factory, it's, it's, it's probably a good idea to, to do that actually. Um, it, it, it is a it, an, sort of, I would say a future optimization, but, but it is probably something worth doing in the factory. And it is something we do in the car. So in the car, we carefully manage uh, the, the electrical and the thermal energy. And so like one of the ways that uh, we achieve a, a long range in cold weather is uh, by both charging the pack and heating the pack. And then the pack acts as a, both an electrical and a thermal reservoir to achieve long range even in very cold climates. Um, and so we're constantly, within the car, shuttling uh, heat back and forth between motor, driver, motor power electronics, pack, and the cabin volume. So that same concept should be applied to, to a factory, I agree. Elon, what's up, man? Uh, my name is Justin. Some know me as SMD Capital on Twitter. Um, I've, I had the number one voted question last earnings about scaling to extreme size. I have another big question I think a lot of people would want to know. Uh, in regards to when would Tesla launch their first pilot city for the Tesla network, the robo-taxi business? <laughs> um. Well, you see, I think it, it, it's actually going to be probably um, much more widespread than that because uh, Tesla is, is developing a general solution for self-driving, um, and it's not really specific to uh, one city or location. Now, there's different regulatory requirements in, in various cities and states, so some locations will pr uh, pr offer regulatory approval sooner than others, but, um, but we are aiming for a general solution. Um, and um, in, in fact, <laughs> if if you if you created a sort of a, a randomly generated alternate Earth, our system would still work. Like literally, you know, like you had some sort of computer generated Earth uh, that you know obeyed roughly the same rules as current Earth. Uh, our system is sufficiently generalized that it would work in. Uh, uh, 
yeah, a computer-generated alternate Earth. Um, so, yeah. Um, so anyway. So. <laughs> so um, I'm Gary Black, managing partner of the Future Fund. Tesla is our largest position. Probably the thing we worry about most. It's not not PR, but it's um, <laughs> it's succession. So you know, key man. How does the board think about your succession, and especially when you have, you know, a judge who's going to decide in a couple months whether or not you have to take over Twitter? How would you split your time? <laughs> um, well, I think you know, Tesla is definitely gathering a lot of momentum, and we have a very exciting product roadmap uh, that will last a long time. Um, so, now obviously, execution against the, that roadmap is, is difficult because these are not simple products. They're not copies of what anyone else is doing. They're new things. Um, so, but I intend to stay with Tesla as long as I can be useful. Um, and, um, you know, I can be most useful, I think, on the product design and, and manufacturing. So, basically, factory design, product design, um, and uh, sort of manufacturing optimization. So, um, and we, we, we do have a very talented team here. So I think, uh, I think Tesla, you know, would continue to do very well even if uh, I was kidnapped by aliens. <laughs> or oh, well, went, went back to my home planet, maybe. <laughs> uh, but, so yeah. Um, but no, I, th I think it's, it's a good question. And I, I, to be frank, I don't have a, an easy answer. Uh, open to ideas. Uh, but uh, you know, I'm definitely working as hard as I can. And, um, and I'm very excited about the future of the company. And uh, you know, I think it's, it's, got, a, it's got a very bright, very bright future, uh, even without me. Um, so uh, and I'm, I'm not leaving, so uh, to be clear. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, you know I, I obviously have to be a little careful about what I say with about Twitter because uh, you know there's this like lawsuit and stuff. Um, so sometimes people get bent out of shape. Um, but I, I, I do use Twitter a lot, so it's not like I would, I'm like randomly going around wanting to acquire companies or something. I'm not like a hedge fund. I'm not a hedge fund or a private equity firm or something. So um, in fact, the, the only two uh, publicly traded securities I own are Tesla and Twitter. That's it. So um, and I think in the case of Twitter, since I use it a lot, um, shoot myself in the foot a lot, you know, uh, dig my grave, etc. cetera. Um, but, uh, you know, I think it's, I, I do understand the product quite well, so I think I've got a good sense of of where to where to point the engineering team uh, at Twitter to make it radically better. Um, and um, I, I, I do I, I do sort of have a well, like a grander vision for what I thought 
X.com or X Corporation could have been back in the day. Um, it's, it's a pretty, pretty grand vision. And, and obviously that could be started from scratch, or, but I think Twitter would help accelerate that by three to five years. Um, so it's kind of like something I, I thought would be quite useful for a long time. I know what to do. Don't, don't have to have Twitter for that, but it would, it's, like I said, it's probably at least a three-year accelerant. Um, and I think it's something that will be very useful to the world. So. How's it going, Elon? My name's Ronnie. And with the projected release of the RoboTaxi coming in the years ahead, uh, would it be looked at as a, the boring company? Would it be used to get regulation for full self-driving? And would it be a good venue for the RoboTaxi? Also, my little brother Zane says hi, owns all Tesla Hot Wheels. Okay, cool. Well, I said hi to him back. Um, so, yeah, Boring Company is <laughs> um, making good progress, actually. Uh, and, um, you know, for the longest time, people, like, I'd give a talk somewhere, and people say, what, what are opportunities you know about? I was like, tunnels. And they'd be like, for, for five years, I said, if, if somebody could just do a tunneling company, we can solve traffic, um, and we could have also very high-speed transport between cities. Because while I, I'm a fan of trains, and I like high-speed trains, they do, they do intersect the, the you know, go, go through towns and neighborhoods and chop people's property in half, and they're very loud. So, um, but I want to be clear, I'm pro-train, one of the train people, you know. Um, I take every opportunity to drive, to go on interesting trains. Um, so, but, the, but, but, the, but if you have a sort of a much simplified version of the Hyperloop, if really just Tesla's in a tunnel that's depressurized, uh, you can go between cities super fast um, and without disrupting the stuff above ground. Um, so that's kind of the vision for the Boring Company is to uh, make, make roads 3D and have sort of an arbitrary uh, an arbitrary number of layers of roads. Um, and I think you can solve essentially any traffic problem in any city if you go 3D with, uh, with, with tunnels, so multiple layers of tunnels going from, you know, connecting the, the city. And you can also turn a lot of the streets into parks because you won't need them any, you won't need to have cars on the roads, you won't need parking. Um, so I think Boring Company, I think, is capable of much more transformation than it may seem. Um, and we, we actually have an operational tunnel in Vegas right now. So, yeah, if you, if you go to Vegas, uh, go to Resorts World, and you can hop in the tunnel and, and go to the convention center. And like, yeah, <laughs> and you can pay in Doge. <laughs> exactly. I'm doing what I can to support Doge. <laughs> so. Um, so, but yeah, I think I think Boring Company is going to do some pretty interesting things in the years to come. So let's see. Uh, good afternoon, Elon. Um, I think many people share my experience. I gave you, and or at least Tesla, my complete family's legacy because I believed in it. And thank you for you and your company outperforming. I think you saved a lot of us. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. 
So my question is this. Uh, commercial aircraft have something called ACAS, where aircraft relay telemetry of their position between one another to a permanent collision. Yeah, sometimes too much telemetry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> so taking this to a higher level, do you see Teslas communicating with one another, with one another and Dojo turning into some kind of ultimate air traffic control for Tesla supply chains and robotaxi? Thank Ooh. you. Actually, that's an interesting idea. I haven't thought about that. Um, I mean, right now, our goal with Dojo is just to be really good at video training. Um, so we, we actually already have, I think, the, maybe the fourth and maybe approaching the third uh, most powerful computing uh, center in the world for, for uh, AI training. Um, yeah, I think it might be third at this point, which obviously uses just an enormous number of GPUs and stuff. So, um, so our, our, our first goal with, with Dojo is to make it competitive uh, and, and, and be, be more effective at neural net training than a whole bunch of GPUs. Um, and uh, we might, you know, might get there soonish. Um, and, and then, of course, it can be used for many other uh, neural net training tasks. Um, it's, a, it's, it's a fundamentally, it's a computer designed from the ground up to be optimized for neural net training, which, which really no computer has, no, that's never been done before. Um, and yeah, so, and, and then maybe it'll do just traffic control. I haven't really thought of that. Um, the, the Tesla's probably, there'll be some merits to communicating, for, for Tesla's to communicate to each other, but, but that won't be needed for full self-driving at all. Um, and for, for, long, for a long time, the, the vast majority of, the, of cars on the road will be manually driven, so the, the value of Tesla to Tesla communication is, is not that high, except for perhaps communicating uh, traffic issues uh, or you know, accidents, potholes, uh, things that may be helpful to um, road closures and that kind of thing. Um, so it's like you're getting real-time, a Tesla ahead of you has got, seen a road closure and you get that real-time updated to your car so you don't get stuck in the road closure situation. Um, that's, that's the kind of stuff that I think we, we, we definitely, we are, we are working on right now. So, all right. All right, we have one last question um, and it's yours. Thank you very much. Hello, Elon. Hey. Uh, simply, I would just like to say thank you for everything you've done for Earth and the community and everything you've done. I have one question, and aside from working for Tesla, being a shareholder, or purchasing a Tesla, how can the masses help uh, push your vision? All right, well, I think just generally, um, you know, encouraging sustainable energy uh, and being supportive of that, I think is, is really helpful. Um, so, uh, but I, I, I say, you're, you're doing great so far. <laughs> so, uh, you know, like I said, without your support, we, we, Tesla wouldn't be where it is. So it's people like yourself and, and everyone in this room and out there, um, and the three million people who've, who've bought our cars, uh, and the, the, the millions who've, who've gotten solar, and uh, you know, that's all, that all really helps uh, you know, make the world a better, better place for the future. Um, and, and I'd, I'd say, like, it definitely, uh, I'd like to sort of convey a, a message of, of optimism about the future. Um, and, like, if we, if we work, you know, really hard to accelerate sustainable energy, sustainable transport, uh, the future will be good, you know? It's, and, and I think just, just make sure people know that. Like, and I'm, I, I'm not suggesting complacency at all. Uh, I'm, just, I'm literally saying if we work hard towards a sustainable future, we will achieve it. 
um, and, and the future was bright. So. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> All, right. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you.